Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I am Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Tio Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we also do it on the largest radio, internet radio, internet radio, internet radio network in the world. Live365.com. Just look for TwinTalkCast.com. Radio. What was that? What was that? That was syncopated. Hibbit, 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 a scratch, hibbit, scratch version. That's Angel Syncopation. Anyway, we want to welcome you again to the craziness. For those of you who haven't listened to us before, we are indeed identical twins. But I try not to be. We were. We were born together. We shared the placental sack together. We swam the, swam the placental yeah, hey, waters no, together. Charlie, I got my own sack, eh? <laughs> you got yours over there. I got my sack right here, eh? Anyway, the reason why we're doing this is because we like to talk about what's going on in the world, uh, whether it's uh, politics, news, entertainment, all the crazy stuff. Now, Charlie, you talk politics. Also. Yeah, I like to talk politics. But you know what? We Just because we're identical twins doesn't mean we agree. We disagree practically on everything. And... Um, and that's sort of the shtick of our show. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, my brother and I, who were very identical looking when we were younger, we look nothing alike anymore. Stop burping on the air, dude. Come on, cooth, bro. You have no cooth. Well, you know, I just want, because I, I wanted to be real, eh? You know, like if my if our listeners were like right here, they would get a burp, eh? If I burped, you know, excuse still, me, eh? It's but, uncouth whether they're here or not. But excuse me, eh? Excuse me. S-K-U-S-E Excuse me Anyway, we want to thank you all for being here with us tonight Squeeze me too And uh, we have awesome shows going on You know, um, every week we broadcast live, like I said and but, but you could also check our shows out If you miss them, you can check them on our website On TwinTalkCast.com And uh, you can download them on demand um, Play out or stream them And what else, brother? Um, we're iTwins, so you can find us on iTunes. Just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Well, what I was trying to say is that you can also subscribe to our oh, podcast. Subscribe, eh? So when <laughs> subscribe, eh? So when the when the uh, when the new show comes out and puts goes on podcast, it's automatically downloaded to your device of choice. Last week's show was really cool. Last week, my brother and I. Uh, 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 invited Lisa Deftari, Middle East expert and uh, uh, political <laughs> pundit, if you will, Middle East political pundit on Fox News Channel, LisaDeftari.com. And she's Dr. also one. And all the other things. Yeah, she was kind of cool. She's she, great. She's a uh, Middle East expert. But what's a Middle East expert, eh? Like, does that mean when you go over there, you know how to hitch a ride with a camel? <laughs> Stupid. Uh, anyway, she is a uh, not only. Do you know what the what the latest style is on a burka? 
No, that's what. Do you know our barbecue? That's a, that's a Middle East fashion expert. Oh, okay. So you know, oh, so that would be Mr. Blackwell. Yeah. Now, if you're talking about barbecue, it'll be like Hussein Blackwell, ba- ba- <laughs> Bobby Flay the Shah, or something. <laughs> anyway, so um, Lisa Daftari, good friend of ours, uh, she's very well versed on what's going on in the Middle East. Uh, she was with us talking to us about uh, the president's speech last week on the Syrian potential Syrian war. It was an interesting one because usually when we she talks, when we have her uh, consulting us on Middle East uh, affairs, uh, she usually uh, on on a, on a particular side, and this time right. she was a bit ambiguous. Well, was she having an affair on both sides? No, no, don't say that about my friend. Now, Lisa, another thing is she's very objective. The thing is that a lot of times think people who tend to not, uh, how do you say, espouse the popular narrative, <laughs> like the popular liberal narrative, they're pigeonholed into a, you know, oh, they must be a crazy fascist right-handed conservative. Uh, say you're killing me with all these, uh, you know, these... Uh, uh, English language? No, Charlie, they're like, <laughs> you're using like uh, m- metaphors and stuff, you know. <laughs> you're talking about spouses and pigeons. Oh, whatever. What does that have to do with it? I mean, it's, it's a metaphor, man. You lost me at... And, uh, Welcome to Twin Talk. Eh? Anyway, here's the deal. The reason why we um, we uh, well, anyways, we, we had her on because there's so much crap going on in the Middle East. But you know, the thing is that um, um, we do this every week, and 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 with us to, every week to to give us the latest news and dirty laundry. That what's on the headlines? What's the gossip? What's the entertainment news? All that stuff, uh, straight out of Telemundo and NBC. The girl with the pink headphones, the coolest chick in radio. The prettiest chick in radio. Aww, that's so sweet. She is. Very true. You are. My you heart. guys are just doing that because you know that I have, you know, bolsitas today. <laughs> you got bags under your eyes, I though. I do. I'm adjusting to this new schedule. Jackie, it's not that easy. Jackie Casas. Now, Jackie Casas will be with us in a little while with the News and Dirty Laundry. What, what do you have coming up for us on the News and Dirty Laundry, Jackie? Uh, tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, we have the latest on the mass shooting at a Navy shipyard in Washington, D.C., where 12 people were killed. Uh, also, a new Miss America was crowned over the weekend, and people went crazy talking about her online. But it wasn't about her pretty smile. I'll tell you what all the chatter was about. <laughs> and finally, it was her. It was her mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> and finally, hot Calvin Klein underwear stuff. Mark Wahlberg has finally accomplished a huge goal on his to-do list. And he wants to help others out, too, to get that off their list as well. I'll tell you what he wants to help you out with. All that and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. And that's it. Only on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, you're going to have Jackie Casas with the News and Dirty Laundry. I saw that movie with Mark Wahlberg this weekend, eh? Which one? Elysium or whatever? Elysium. You totally got to see that one. I do want to see it. Because it touches on all everything. Yeah, the 99% and all that stuff. I dig it, eh? It was dope. (laughs) It's so prophetic. Pro- prophetic or prophetic? It's a schwa sound. Pro- pro- prophetic, pro- eh? You know, the other day I was talking. I, I was talking to someone who I know who, that I know very closely, who's a school teacher. Name? Don't need the name. <laughs> and I was mentioning to her the schwa sound. Do you know what the schwa sound is? Um, and she didn't know what the schwa sound I do. is. You know what the schwa sound is, Jackie? No. That's what I'm just about to finish schwa. Uh, whatever. Pacino, <laughs> Gross. Potty talk. All the time. <laughs> Potty talk with my The schwa sound. Okay, this is the way they taught it to us in school, wow. in elementary, when I was... See, I paid attention in school. Sure. The schwa, the schwa <laughs> sound is the sound that the E makes 
There's what does the three sounds of an e? E e uh uh. That's schwa. I don't. That's what they call schwa. The schwa sound. The short e. No, it's e e. Uh. Okay, so it's a long e, e. it's it? a short e, e. No. and then a uh, is a schwa? No, it's just the name of it. It's actually uh. The sound is uh, but it's called a schwa sound. Why didn't they call it like the long e, the short e, and the... Yeah, that's the problem. There isn't, so they called it schwa. Instead of a long e, a middle e. No, there's a long e, long a short e. The short e. Well, anyway, what about the uh, big bone D? How's that? <laughs> anyway, Schwa. that's a good one. Thanks for schooling me. Like I'm really gonna use well, that. Well, I was day. talking to that. T- like I I'm gonna need it. it. Like I'm gonna be MacGyvering my house one day for the heater, and I'm gonna need the schwa. You know, it's funny. I use it often, and I'll tell when I'm telling people how to spell or something or whatever. I'll say it's a schwa sound. They look at me like they're lost, and I'm like, no one learned this when I was when they were in school. And so I, I was talking to that school teacher person I told you about that you guys know you very ta- well. You taught and her she, that? And she never knew it. And she's a school teacher. And she's a good school teacher for that matter. But I've never heard of that. <laughs> I got a school teacher story, eh? Okay, let's hear it. The school teacher that lives next door or somewhere around where I live. I don't want to say it. Really nice lady. You said that last week. You told us that story. I told you that story. Oh, well, listen to the last podcast from last week, eh? <laughs> It, last week something happened. Eh? I thought it wasn't cool, but it was a school teacher story. It's pretty interesting. Eh? The funny thing is that you actually called me to try to get a story on them because it was supposedly no. Like everyone who's ever angry at the police mm-hmm. calls me and says, "Hey, dude, you, can you can you do a story on it? Because because the police they did this and they shouldn't have done it." I well, did. Well, Ninety nine percent of the time they do it legitimately, like uh, they have a warrant or whatever. But everyone's angry at the police. They call me and I'm gonna say, "Yeah, right now I'm gonna tell NBC to stop the presses." <laughs> You know? Did you? No. Did they call you? I gave them your number, eh? <laughs> you called the police? No, I gave, my, I gave my neighbor the number, eh? Oh, uh, no, she didn't. They call you, Did eh? you call her? To tell her to call me? See, the thing is, don't call the it news. Doesn't call, your, call your lawyer. The oh, she has a lawyer. The, 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 yeah, call the lawyer. <laughs> I wonder if he has a marijuana card, though. Anyway, we want. <laughs> I want to let everybody know that you can listen to us. I mean, that you can chat us up on Facebook. Go on our Facebook wall, and throughout the show, we will be listening, I mean, reading your posts, and you can give us your comments or questions on Twin Talk Show. Please do. I mean, we do read them on the air and respond. And the neat thing about it is that other people within our Facebook <laughs> friends will respond to you. Just, so. just please don't don't post anything political, eh? Oh, It'll turn out like a, like a, like a 20-day-old... Thread, eh? Anyway, yeah, that's cool. And also, we do it the old. This is everyone now. We also do it the old-fashioned way, you know, missionary style. (laughs) Give us a call at six two six two seven five twin six two six two seven five eight nine four six. Schwa. It sounds almost like a like um. What's it like? It like it gives you support. Like it's like a chant, like like a good schwa. like a good schwa, oh, like, <laughs> like booyah, right? Like a good jockstrap, like a, right? Like, or like a good, nice, supportive <laughs> bra, know, sports yes. bra. Yes, <laughs> it's the sports schwa, uh. <laughs> or like a really good uh, uh, barrette. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so give us a call at 626-275-8946 or chat us up on Facebook. A lot of people like to chat us up on Facebook throughout throughout the show. We welcome any comments or questions or suggestions because uh, we love y'all, I think. Also on Instagram and on Twitter, just look for Twin Talk Show. Anyways, it's time for your shout outs right now. 
And your shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin Jr. 2 Restaurant and Concert Venue. They rock. I'll tell you a little bit more about them. Anyways, I want to give a shout-out. First shout-out to Judy Tootie, the barista at the beer garden over at the fair this weekend. Hey, thanks for hooking it up. Hey, I had a lot of fun at the fair. Saw U2 Tribute Band. Uh, with my hot date, my I did wife. too. I went. Uh, I went to the fair with my my lovely and sexy and beautiful date, Reina, and um, we walked around. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I love the fair. I do too. Uh, I, I want to talk about the fair a little more later on, though. But anyways, the uh, next shoutouts are to Menio, Marisol, Tony, Cles, Andy, Lizette, Bren, Amber, Susie, Rolando, uh, uh, Wanda. And Don Carlos had a lot of fun with you guys at my house because I got the fight this weekend, eh? <laughs> but Mayweather versus Canelo. Also, I want to give a shout out to Mayweather's running coach. Hey, man, it's boxing, Holmes, not dodgeball, eh? Pinchy Mayweather, he, he didn't come with a fight. He came to run, eh? Also, a, a shout out to Isabel Charleston. Yeah, GMO Corn Day. Uh, uh, September 29th, look it up online, eh? Non-GMO corn day, excuse me. Also, uh, a shout-out to uh, 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 um, Lewis. Oh, Lewis, I saw you at the fight, eh? Cameraman at the red corner, eh? I see you every time, eh? If I'm there or when I'm not there because I saw you on pay-per-view, Holmes. Also, a shout-out to David at work. Hey, Holmes, she's your baby's mama. But she ain't your mama, so set the tempo, baby. Oh, he's all, she's going to be in your pockets all the time. Also to Dell. Dell's in the U.S. What's from, up, Dell? Formerly from Sunset Riot. He's got his own stuff. I don't know where he's going. He's going to perform at a couple of places in a couple of states. Good good that you're here. You got some shout-outs, bro? Yeah, I have a shout-out to my very good friend, uh, Kathy, uh, out there in the lovely state where all the beautiful women in the United States live, in Utah. Also have a shout-out to my girl, Raina. Also want to give a shout out to Jay Gray, Craig Helfant, and all the guys that are covering the Colorado floods. They're going on there on a, on their a full week, almost two weeks of covering it, and they're doing live shots after live shots. Uh, you know, long days of work. I was there with them. You guys are kicking ass. Thanks for doing that job, guys. Did you take a blow up doll as a lifesaver eh, to flow on it? <laughs> Float on it. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. On one of our shows. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, well, you know, not all though. You know, one of the most beautiful girls is here. My wife. Yeah. She's not in Utah. Okay. Anyways, uh, your shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin Jr. Number 2 Restaurant and Concert Venue at 296 West 2nd Street in Pomona. Downtown Pomona. That's an arts colony area. Yeah, check it out. It's a very cool spot. Uh, they have cool beer, good food. Oh, the food's so good. I think I'm going to go there this weekend, eh? Well, it's cool. I'll Let's go, go. Let's go. Let's go, Jackie. Yeah. I'm down. All right. It's going to be a Twin Talk review over at Aladdin's Jr. The Second Restaurant and Concert Venue, 296 West 2nd Street in Pomona. Catch us there. Tell you what. If you guys go there when we're there, we will let you buy us a drink. <laughs> yeah. And tell them the twin sent you. All right. We'll be right back, y'all. With the shoes and dirty laundry.
everyone, this is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. You know what? Uh, we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And uh, we uh, also do it on iTunes and uh it's also on live365.com. Hey, um, Mass TV still on? Because I don't have that UVerse channel no more, eh? I, I, I moved out of town. And yes, I, it is. That's why we play the promo. But where else are they on? On UVerse uh, and where? Um, the Time Variety, Warner Cable. Time Warner. They're on Time Warner? I think they're on yeah. Okay, I'm going to look them up because I have Time Warner. I can't stand Time Warner. Also, I wanted to. Oh, my God. I also want to let everyone know that I forgot to promo to tonight on the show a little bit later. Um, uh, uh, the uh, how did he say it? The sports guy extraordinaire icon who needs no introduction with the latest and uh, on the Marino Canelo. What's his name? Marino Canelo. Mayweather. Mayweather Canelo, Canelo fight. The Mayweather Canelo flight flight. <laughs> Man, I've had a long, long two days. If you guys only knew. Uh, uh, Mario Solis. He's also on HBO Boxing and and or Showtime Boxing, one of the two, and on NBC News uh, Sports and everything. He's going to be with us a little bit later. Talk about the fight. Uh, he's awesome. He's a cool, cool guy. Yeah. Cool guy. Great friend. Uh, really cool guy. Love having him on the show. Uh, listen to him. So listen. Nice. He's so cool. All right. So just stay tuned for that. Right, guys. Nice. But uh, we're having a call in también, right? Uh, our call in is Mario Solis. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a dork. My <laughs> wife loves me like that. Because she's a dork también, eh? All right, there it is. When you hear that beat, that guttural beat that goes... Uh, it grabs you by the loins and says, listen. You know it's time for the latest news and dirty laundry with our friend, multimedia journalist from NBC and Telemundo, girl with the pink headphones, the sweetest... Prettiest girl in radio, oh, our friend Jackie sweet. Casa. Hey, hey, Jackie, how are you? I'm lovely. How yes, are you, guys you are. Lovely. Yes, indeed. Uh, for those of you in radio world, we get the, the opportunity to look at Jackie as she comes in here. <laughs> Don't with, look at me too much. With today, bags under her eyes or not, <laughs> she's still pretty. I'm super behind on sleep. I've had a shift in my. No, I've had a change in my shift. <laughs> A shift in her change. Hey, don't tell me about your I bowel liked movements. It, eh? That sounds good. <laughs> I've had a change in my shift, so I have to come in two hours <laughs> earlier, which I already came in super early. So I'm just adjusting to waking up at one fifty in the it's, morning. It's awful, isn't it? Ugh. Yeah. You know, oh. all for the love of work and need to pay for bills. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me tell you. Other than that, I've been lovely. I was able to watch that fight. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested in hearing what Mario has to say because I think everyone has a mouthful for that one. Oh, man. Thanks for promoting that. that little, oh, my that goodness. Little, <laughs> that little effer. Uh-huh. I'm I, disappointed. I got to tell you something. As you guys know, I, I followed boxing for many, many years, and I covered it when I lived in Vegas. And when I came back, I was at all the fights and stuff. Uh, I haven't followed a fight in years. Oh. I haven't gone to see a fight in years. So I'm like, I'm lost on it. So we're going to have a good interview and conversation with Mario. Yeah, it'll be good. Mario Solis. About it'll that. be good. We have... Lots of commentary on yeah, that. Yeah. So, so, so how was your week? Did you you're just catching up on sleep? 
Um, yes. So this transition just started in the last week. So I've had a couple of days to sort of adjust. And I haven't been very successful because I'm still... At adjusting? Yeah. Because I'm still... Like, I finally got the 5 o'clock in time down. You know, I was okay. Like, still a little tired here and there, but I could do it. But now, coming in at 3 a.m., you know, in the news world, we work... 24 hours uh, a yeah, day. Yeah, it's awful. You know yeah. what? I, 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 sometimes I have the same problem adjusting too, you know. I, I have to put my hand in my pocket and adjust no. it. Yeah. Side. I have a real problem with that. When you guys do it in public, when you guys move your shizniz. Okay, okay. okay. When it's got to be okay. moved, it's got to be moved, I, I got something to say. I, I love... When you need to adjust, you need to adjust. I love the woman's body uh-huh. and I love me... Some breasts, uh-huh. big or small, doesn't matter. Uh-huh. I mean, I love the variety of sizes. <laughs> but for some reason, and I like, you know, there's some things that I like about women. That's that why are I natural, mix up my cereal. That, that are natural that men, women and men of this contemporary age think is weird. Uh-huh. But there's, because I love the woman's body the way it is. God created a, just a beautiful, perfect creature. Uh-huh. Except for their brain. But hey, but I just don't like We're it. We're well endowed in that part I as well. I don't like it. Well endowed. I don't like it when, well they, I I like it when the woman it. adjusts the boob what when she mean? sticks the hand in the in the in the bra because she's got a. It's usually the bigger women got to adjust the boob. Yeah, I don't like that. It, no, why not? It's, it's it just, happens. It looks weird. Sometimes we're running or something and. We gotta adjust. I you know, something know. moved, something flew out, something got pushed <laughs> out. You gotta readjust. Or when you get a little crazy with your man in the car, I think the the, the, the and you you <laughs> you walk out. Orale. You, you get a little crazy with the man in the car. You said with the or in the movie theater. The way you said it, like all like the stranger in the car. <laughs> I want to remind everyone. That you, I can remind everyone to go out on Facebook wall on Twin Talk Show and uh, make any comments or questions throughout the show. On anything you'd like. Uh, yeah, you could ask Jackie how, how often she, she has to adjust. Uh, Julie Contreras <laughs> just chimed in on Facebook. Julia says, men adjust all the time. She yes. Put, and she put that in capital letters. Yes. I have to say to all women, if a man is adjusting in your presence, take it as a compliment. No, but it can be a stranger. I can be walking down the street and you guys will move your little kibbles around. And I just don't appreciate well, it. There's, there's, we adjust when it is necessary, when we have to. It almost seems okay. like you guys do it. Let like, me you, to my defense, let me tell you, like you guys if you just grab it no. by nature. No, or something. let me tell you something. It is necessary. You say it's necessary for you. Okay, let me let me say two words for you. Okay, let me say two two words for you. Chafing and sticking. Okay, when you're walking around and the sack is getting stuck to your inner thigh <laughs> all day long because you're sweating. It's just you gotta separate. You gotta adjust. <laughs> It's awful, dude. I know this is gross. I usually don't talk okay, to one cooth like my brother. Okay, but can't you like turn around, go to the restroom? No, sometimes it's sudden. Suddenly, sometimes you're <laughs> and there's a sudden pinch. I wait. Um, it's because if you have to, ad- if a man has to adjust in oh, your presence, hold on, I gotta adjust right now. Oh, good God! <laughs> no, don't do it in front of me. <laughs> he stuck his hand in he his pocket inside his. That's not Inside, true. Eh? Not true. I'm not wearing. Don't pants. shake my hand on the way out. I'm not out, wearing eh? pants. I'm not shaking your hand on the I way out. I just don't appreciate the whole adjustment in front of my face, and it's like, and I mean, <laughs> do it, face. do it, do it quick. Like, don't be like, uh, 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 quick. Uh, uh. It's like, do it quick. Just Try do a little dance, around. right? Like, adjust your pants and do a little dance, right? <laughs> yeah. Do a little twerk. The, the one foot thing. Do, do a, a twerk. One foot in the air. <laughs> <laughs> kick, kick backward like a donkey. I mean, make it look a little entertaining <laughs> like a for me and not so gross. Anyway. 
Anyway. Okay, guys, let's get started with the news because we got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, it's a lot of adjusting to do. Crazy, <laughs> crazy um, day in D.C. Um, a former Navy reservist killed at least 12 people this week in a mass shooting at a secure military facility that led the authorities to lock down part of the nation's capital. Even after the gunman was killed, this was all because authorities thought that there was possibly two other armed men that were spotted by video cameras. This turned out to not be true. Hey, don't don't navies have guns? I know. Why would they shoot back? Why why did he get why did he shoot three, thirteen or twelve of them before? Killed twelve. How could he kill twelve of them before they got him? That's a very, but that's making a good point because when you're in a military base and you're shooting people, you've got to be real stupid. But because you'd think that they'd they'd be armed to the teeth. And why didn't he just stop at ten and run? <laughs> he well, had to go the, for that thirteenth or twelfth one and then got killed. The gunman was identified <laughs> as thirty-four-year-old Aaron Alexis, who was working for a military subcontractor. Oh, so he wasn't a Navy guy? He was a reservist. He was a Navy reservist. Okay. Um, the, uh, the, all the commotion started around 8 o'clock Eastern time at the Washington Navy Yard. Uh, there was a lot of confusion going on. The whole surrounding area was on lockdown. Heavy, heavy police <laughs> and uh, an emergency personnel on scene. Everything was on lockdown. Everything was confusing uh, as shops erupted throughout the hallways of the Naval Sea Systems Command. Headquarters. About three thousand employees are uh, part of this headquarter. It's one of the largest Navy military bases in the country. Wow! So he he was working for a subcontractor, and not necessarily part of that base. No. And he went in there with a gun. Okay. Here's what I got to say about that. Um, I have a listener who just chimed in by the name of Lovely Reina. She says, "Hi, Reina." She says it was a gun-free zone. And I what just, does that mean? That means that the guns weren't allowed. Listen to this. This comes from. Uh, this comes from. Oh, I thought it had something to do with. Uh, this comes from IrishCentral.com. It says on a naval base where it is against the rules to carry weapons, and in a city with some of the strictest gun laws in the U.S., a gunman chooses to disobey their rules and gun down a dozen victims. So apparently, it was part of the a part of the naval base that is a gun-free zone. Mm. How ironic! Yeah. Officials say that Mr. Lexus drove you, a rental car to the base and entered using his axes as a, as a contractor, shot an officer and one other person outside the building. He walked into the headquarters uh, where he made his way to a floor that overlooked uh, an atrium and he took aim at employees eating breakfast hey, below. I don't get it. What do you mean by high ironic? Ironic? Yeah. Because I'll tell you why. It was a gun-free zone. Where do they give guns for free at, eh? <laughs> Stupid. I thought they're trying I'll, to control them. They're going to control guns by giving them for I'll free. I'll tell you eh? what's ironic because all these um, t- really ridiculous uh, gun laws that they're passing that you can't carry guns, that you got to ban guns, and you got to ban uh, or, or limit uh, uh, ammunition doesn't help. It doesn't help. It makes it worse because the people that oh, are killing other so, people are criminals. So what you're saying is that more people were killed because the guns were for free. Prob- no, because it was a gun. <laughs> Probably. Imagine if the guy knew it wasn't a gun-free zone. You think he would have showed up to shoot there? No, because he know that every other officer there and soldiers we're walking around there. with a sidearm. But wait a second. How does gun-free zone apply 
with military Those because things. there's there are parts of the military that are just like uh, uh, residential areas and uh, administrative parts, yeah, administrative things like that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, you don't have a gun in, yeah. and so the way I see it, a na- any military base should be able you should be able to have guns anywhere in the military base anywhere. What's the point? I agree with how, that. What a, how pussy like is it that they have <laughs> to make rules? Because if you want to work on a military base, be prepared to look at a, at a gun. Be prepared to see guns around you. It's pussy like. This is ridiculous. <laughs> the political correctness and the left uh, shoot the, left, the pussy. The left wing um, um, uh, agenda <laughs> to take guns. It's got to the worst ages and, and shoot <laughs> the it's, pussy. <laughs> it, it, it's gotten so bad that you can't even carry a gun in some parts of military bases. That's freaking ridiculous. Well, Navy officials were able to investigate um, from Mr. Lexus, and they found out that he was given a general discharge in 2011. After exhibiting a pattern of misbehavior, which officials declined to go into detail, the year before, Mr. Alexis was arrested in Fort Worth, Texas for discharging a firearm after an upstairs neighbor said he had confronted her in the parking lot about making too much noise. This is all according to police reports from Fort Worth, which it seems like he is from. Uh, he had a He had a background, and family members and friends said that he suffered from some sort of like mental uh, issues, of course. but that he was a very nice guy, and they would never <laughs> expect anything like this from him. I got a discharge, man. I ate something pretty bad today, oh, dude. Oh, uh, stop, dude. You're so freaking... But there was a lot of tension and chaos uh, during and after, and making sure, like I said, the Capitol went partially shut down because they were concerned this could possibly be a terrorist act. You mean partially shot down? Yes. <laughs> um, uh, well, you know what? I got so to- this was in Washington D.C. Yes, it was in D.C. in a naval yes. base. And of all places, that's when you should really protect, right? Yeah, D.C. is one of the stri- has one of the strictest gun laws to the. I was going to say the state, but it's not really a state, is it? It's mm. it's a, it's our capital it's within capital. the state of Maryland. It's sort of a state of itself. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. Washington yeah. D.C. is not a state. Angel, no. come on, really, dude? No, no really. When it's it's there, right? It's yeah. a state. No, but so yeah. is Burbank, and it's not a state. Washington, Washington D.C. is a city, but it's Washington, our capital. Yeah, Washington, Washington D.C. is a state, but Washington, D.C. is the capital of okay, our Okay, let me make it clear. Washington State is in the West Coast. It's District of <laughs> Columbia. That. District of Columbia. <laughs> yeah. so it's a city, it's bro. It's like a district. district of, I thought it was You're like, killing me, brother. <laughs> Washington, D.C. meant that it was after Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's BC before Christ and uh, but uh, I want to say Christ. This, is, of Christ. <laughs> this is what I want to say. Uh, this is another phenomenon that that is being ignored by all these, uh, conveniently ignored by all these anti-gun, um, freaking uh, enthusiasts. I get, lack of a better word, um, activists. Uh, the fact that you look at all these mass shootings that have been going on for the past couple of decades, I think 85 percent of them have a connection to some kind of mental. Uh, Mental uh, health issues or uh, psychopro- psychotropic drugs like antidepressant drugs. Remember in the late 80s, early 90s when it was a, there was a rash of suicides by teenagers to the point where even they, uh, some of them would kill each other in groups? Yeah. Uh, at, okay, interesting phenomenon that in the early 80s, the, um, the drug companies or the FDA made it legal for drug companies to uh, offer these and doctors to offer these psychotropic drugs and antidepressants and ADD drugs to kids, grade school kids, okay? Right. And those grade school kids 
started, you know, killing themselves, and others, and other kids, and other kids that grew up, are now adults killing other adults, or or they were in high school in the '90s, they were killing other kids. So, but that's been kept very quiet, and and because big pharma doesn't want it to come out. The you know, at a navy and an army and a marine, isn't there like a post you have to cross? A, eh? you know, they ought to fire that guy who's at the post. Well, it was. <laughs> actually pretty easy to get through. The Navy Yard was only protected by a high wall, uh, but someone with official access could just drive in with their car into the parking lot without even having their trunk inspected. Really? Yeah. It was pretty easy to get in there. What is this? The Mexican-American border or what? <laughs> Hi, Maria. Hi, Tori. Hi, Julia. Hi, Lourdes. I love you, baby. <laughs> anyway, so there you no, go. You would think that, like, uh, like I always see it in the movies, you know, when you go to a military base, there's like a a, a post there with a pole that they have to have that they once they let you in you know those poles like the yeah. train poles yeah 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 but they have to have this, uh, yeah <laughs> and sandbags and shit <laughs> and guys with guns hey what what happened with that eh <laughs> sandbags okay what's going on next sad and condolences out to the twelve family victims okay guys moving on to Colorado. Uh, authorities in Colorado are coping with the aftermath of last week's deadly downpours. They have stepped up their search for victims left in, left stranded in the foothills of the Rockies. And there's continuation of evacuations of prairie towns in danger of being swamped as the flood crest moves downstream. This is Colorado, right? This is in Colorado. As of Tuesday, eight people were confirmed dead from flash floods triggered by a week of historically heavy rains that drenched in a 130-mile uh, stretch of the eastern slopes of the Colorado Rockies, which uh, at least 1,600 homes destroyed. Get as many of your bud plants and run, eh? <laughs> Stupid. Bring them over here. Oh, God. For the record, uh, I am not. It's a it's a bud-friendly state, eh? For the record, it is, isn't it? It is okay. a bud-friendly okay. state. Okay, I won't so say So don't worry I about it. I will say eh? my disclaimer this time, then. Get your bud and run, eh? Bring it over here. I got some property. Anyway, um, I got to tell you, I was there covering the floods, as you guys probably know. And um, hey, they, the floods are covering Colorado. Eh? Uh, they don't need your help, eh? I'll tell you what. Um, of, of, of the natural disasters I covered, it, this was pretty amazing. It was really like it was described as a flood of biblical proportions, yeah. and it was. We, when we, Why is it flooding too much? Is it a lot of rain or poor uh, aqueducts? No, it, no. It, it was. You, do you know the detail? I'll tell you what it was. It was the, the. I just happened to have covered it. In uh, in in twenty four hours, it rained nine inches of rain. Now nine inches of rain is bad enough, uh-huh. but let me put to you in perspective. It rained nine inches of rain in 24 hours, where this time of year, it rains an inch and a half in a month. Orale. So it rained nine times as much as it rains typically in a month <laughs> in a 24-hour period. Other natives, eh, you got to do sun dances instead of but, rain dances. But let me tell you, we, it, drove, we drove from the airport, of Dem- Denver airport, to Boulder. And we couldn't get in. It was literally an island. It was surrounded by water. Oh, so did you guys land like on Fantasy Island Day? <laughs> the planes with those floaties on it? Did you have to what? do that? Smiles, everyone. Smiles. <laughs> <laughs> the plane. The plane. What did he call them? Uh, the, the plane. Tattoo called the other guy boss or what? What did he call him? I don't know. Ricardo Mortalban. <laughs> I don't always but drink milk. But I gotta say something. I gotta say something. Hey, I don't always drink milk. Talk about but when I do, I prefer 
Two chichis, eh? Oh, Dos chichis. <laughs> so authorities are still in their uh, search and rescue attempts. It seems that uh, the number... Originally, they were there were 500 people that were unaccounted, and that number seems to have declined. Um, however, nearly 12,000 people... It sounds like Spanish is declining. Because they went from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> however, nearly 12,000 people... That guy was people, over there saying... Decline the rock from the water. Decline. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Nearly 12,000 people have been go, evacuated go. to shelters since last week. Uh, but at least 1,000 more people have yet to be reached in various counties it's northwest the government. of It's Denver. the government. They sprayed a lot of that uh, chemtrails over there to make it rain, <laughs> to flood out all the bud. Because eh? oh. I'll tell you, oh I'm not God. kidding you. Bud is makes people peaceful. It doesn't separate people. So I, you know it, what? I and disagree. The wants us to, I vehemently disagree. How on can that. you disagree on that? You're fighting me right now, aren't you? I'm not fighting yeah. you, local. <laughs> hey, how often have you? Hey, dude. Okay, how often I'll, have you seen somebody yes, get drunk and get all stupid? But somebody smokes a little bud. What do they do? They share. Okay, eh? here we- <laughs> they share. For the record, it's I am vehemently slow. against any kind of uh, use of recreational drugs, including marijuana. Angel. Um, I will tell you why. I, you ask me, I will tell you what it does. It does. People that get high habitually on a regular basis, and especially those that are doing it for a long time, when they are not on their highs, are more prone to temper tantrums. And Angel, you have been known to have temper tantrums since we were teenagers. Okay? And you still do. And if you're high, I you're don't mellow. have temper t- Oh, yes, you do. Will somebody please... Go on Facebook and tell my brother that I don't have a temper tantrum. <laughs> well, that scare me. I don't. I'm a pretty chill dude, eh? You're, well, when you're high. See, you're just like the news, Jose. When you're high. You're just like the news. Report it, and then it'll be. No, I'm not. I'm Report ta- it, and they will believe. I am Report talking- it, and it will come. I'm, t- I'm saying it because I know it out of experience. Because I happen to know somebody very close to me who happens to share the same DNA who suffers from temper tantrums. Jeez. Mm. Also, I want to go back to, to, to Colorado. When um, so when, do I, eh? <laughs> when I was in Col- when I was in Colorado, talk about long hours. When I was in Colorado, I literally I, I worked. I, le- I I left. I went to the bureau here in L.A. at 9 a.m. Flew out of um, LAX at sometime in the afternoon, and then went to Colorado to cover the, the floods. And I worked until 1 p.m. the following day. I didn't sleep. Nothing. Didn't eat. I think I had beef jerky and a Red Bull the whole time. So I just wanted people to know. That's bad, eh? Yeah, I just wanted to people know that. Beef that, jerky that, is a good one, though. It's not as a glamorous job as you think it is. It's not. <laughs> when yeah. you ain't got nothing, it's good. But Red Bull, no, Charlie, man. I tell you what, it's just not what people think it is. Well, President Obama uh, declared the area major, a major disaster over the weekend, freeing up some federal funds and resources to aid the state and local governments. Dude, so you lose all that, but I call that a disaster time. Bien, good job there. President. Hopefully, everything will be okay for Are they those gonna unaccounted residents in Colorado. <laughs> nice ending there, Jackie. Do that again. <laughs> Can you adjust while you're doing that? Oh my gosh. All right, what do you got going on next, baby? Okay, moving on to the next story. This one has caused quite some controversy uh, online. The Miss America pageant returned to Atlantic City over the weekend for the first time in about six years. And 
Empire State uh, native Miss New York took the crown. But no one really cared about the fact that the pageant returned to Atlantic City because Miss America caused some outrage. <laughs> Miss America. America. <laughs> America. The winner was Nina Devaluri, and she's been facing fierce backlash for becoming the first Miss America of Indian heritage. Native American Indian or, or India? India. India. Really? They're hating Did she have a dot? Did she have a dot? No, she did not have a dot. The 24-year-old Syracuse native's uh, achievement was a shiny moment for fellow Indian Americans. So a lot of people were really proud and happy. Um, but like I said, online... Were they Bollywooding on the aisles? She actually did a Bollywood dance for her <laughs> nice. performance. I it love was it. was really, really cool. Oh, really? She did a very good job. She oh. did a very good job. So people started commenting. As soon as she was crowned, people online started commenting with saying, this is a, this is Miss America, not Miss Foreign Country. Oh. Someone else commented, Miss America, you mean Miss 7-Eleven. Oh, oh let me tell you, you bring trouble to my people. Other people were saying... <laughs> Thank you for shopping at 7-Eleven. There were other people claiming that she was a Muslim, she's probably a terrorist, and uh, that she's not wait, even American. Let me tell you, the social, wait, wait, social network is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a terrible weapon. It's a lethal weapon. Because, you know, people were probably making these kind of comments before because it, it's not the first uh, Miss America of color that there's been. Right. But now we have social networks, mm-hmm. which uh, it's so easy for everybody to talk, eh? Well, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Let it happen. Um, I think it should be your a, true colors of show, um, or lack thereof. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> but here's the deal: when it comes to that Buddhist comment, or I mean that Muslim, uh, Muslim comment, uh, Indians tend to be Buddhists or or uh, what's Hindu. The word? Hindu. Hindu. Yeah, hin- they're mostly typically Hindu. Hindu. Typically Hindu. Buddhists are more further east. But mm-hmm. come on. Yeah. Well, it was, I think so, I, I think Indian how you women pronounce are very your last pretty. name. Davaluri, D-A-V-U-L-U-R-I, Davaluri. Uh, so she actually shrugged it off and didn't really pay any attention to it. She said she plans to be a doctor and is applying to medical school. And with the help of the $50,000 uh, scholarship she won. 50000 just yeah, to be pretty? You win, you win $50,000. Angel, why haven't you gotten on this earlier? <laughs> Come on. I could win, huh? You can win. And I could with do those a Bollywood dance. With those drums, uh, oh, you should do like a drum thing. Uh, yeah. In my speedos, huh? Well, no, yeah. please don't. No, 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 don't. Don't do no drum thing, please. Utterly. So I say, New Miss America, you rock it. Who cares what those crazy people say? Yeah, rock it. You know, a lot of those Indian women are very, very beautiful. Yes. Are very pretty. Their 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 skin tone is 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 uh, very beautiful. Yeah. And they're very nice. I had a very, uh, a very uh, uh, good experience at one of my jobs where my boss was actually an Indian woman, and uh, she had a dot. Uh, she was a, a senora, you know. She was already a, a little older. I was very young, and and she, very nice lady. Good. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's yeah. what I have to say. And their food is really good too. I love going. Food. No? no. What? There's a really good spot in Pasadena. We can go there. I've never been. We must go. Really? Oh, it's it's awesome. I'm scared though because someone told me it's very spicy. Nah, and you have no, to, like, no, eat no. Yogurt. It's not. It's not. Well, you're, 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 they have Mexican. tortillas. What eh? do you mean? Too yeah, but spicy. I'm not a huge chili person. They have tortillas and rice. It's the same thing. Nice. Eh? Same thing. It's like some stuff that you get and you you dip it in there and you eat it like. With I loved hands. it. I, I dig it with red wine. Mm, yes. I want to go now. 
I'll hit I'll hit up my wife. You meet us there with your uh, Chamfaina boyfriend. Chamfaina. <laughs> we could double date it. All right, guys. Let's move on. Mark Wahlberg. Do we all remember that hot stuff? <laughs> Calvin Klein hot stuff of him. Oh, Lord. Well, Wal- Mark Wahlberg joins the high school class of 2013. What? Yes. What? He admits he never made it past the ninth grade, but he decided to oh. get his high school diploma. And he wants to help others do the exact same thing. He got his GED or what, adult school? Yes. He's been taking online classes for the past year. Um, and he uh, he got his diploma. He's super happy that he got it this summer. He went on Twitter, of course, to announce it like everyone goes to report their information. He says, I'm happy to report that I'm officially a high school graduate, having received my diploma this summer. But the actor uh, says that he's looked into it, and over 40 million adults nationwide do not have a high school diploma. Uh-huh. He's taking it very personally and wants to help others to get into it and mark that off your to-do list. Mark he's, it off, pun intended. <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's get, That's what let's they're gonna get him on it. the show, dude. I, I like that idea. Well, how about we get him on the show next week? I'm down. He's partnered with Taco Bell, uh, which is having a campaign <laughs> against students who drop out of high school every year. So they want to provide tools, support, and community assistance to help high school students stay on track with whatever resources they need to stay in school and what he wishes he had as a teenager. I got to tell you what. I mean, that 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 gives new meaning to the word, get, uh, the phrase, getting good marks at school. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you know what's a good way to keep people in school, eh? Nicer teachers, eh? <laughs> Some yeah, of them where, are pretty where mean, were eh? All those, where were all those hot blonde teachers that were boning <laughs> young Latino boys nowadays? Huh? Nowadays, when I was in school, they weren't around. No, they were pretty mean and pretty old. I would have been exploited. <laughs> <laughs> and you would have loved it. I would have loved it. Hey, I saw that movie, that Mark Wahlberg movie this weekend. My wife picked a good one. I got to give you props, baby. She always picks good ones. It's a good one, eh? It touches until she picked you. It touch, <laughs> she, yeah, she picked a good one there. And she doesn't mind me adjusting, huh, baby? Oh, gosh. Oh, Lord. Anyways, uh, uh, it's a good one, man. It touches on the uh, on the environment. It touches on the 99%. Uh, the uh, touches on, on the elite uh, uh, immigration. Oh, I love it, eh? Uh, it has a great ending. You're going to love the ending. The problem with those movies is they all, they all have a political slant, a very liberal, socialistic political slant. Uh, like even that movie World War Z, did you see that? No. The heroes of the movie is are... Is that the one Brad Pitt? Yes. Uh, no. Great, great film. But the, the hero entity of the film is a is the United Nations. It's because, Jose, you, the United Nations are evil. They're anti-American it's globalists. Cause, it's because you gotta see you got to see that... That the current system we, we are in is unsustainable, and uh, uh, and and these these movies kind of uh, prophetically, if you will, uh, uh, they will be deemed prophetic one day. Uh, these 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 tell a story of what if in the uh, uh, based on the current rate yeah, or the, the current the issue, uh, economy, the current yeah, uh, system the we're is, in, which is non-sustainable. But uh, okay, that's good, and I agree with that to a point. The problem is. Um, this global warming is a freaking the global warming. Uh, um, there was no global warming. There was just politics. Global uh, warming, philosophy, and, and I can't speak. I haven't slept in two days, people. And abusive police but, too. But but let me finish by saying, bro, Robots. Angel. Let me finish. Let me finish. You just said a whole fr- freaking paragraph, and I can't freaking say without you. I love the movie. Eh? But but let me finish. Okay. Let me fucking finish. All right. God dang. 
Hey, you know what those is? Let me finish. Jody Foster is a Hold on a second. Hold on. Oh, wrong microphone. Here you go. I just turned off his mic. Anyways. He's a cougar. <laughs> the problem is, here is this. It's part of the whole globalism um, uh, agenda. Agenda 21 and all that. The United Nations wants to make, uh, and a lot of the politicians want to be part of a whole global movement. And the best way to unite the world together is to have an enemy. And what enemy, common enemy can we have? Climate change. Environment. When you make the people fear that that uh, afraid that Mother Nature's against us, no, and that at that the man no, could save us, no. When, <laughs> when you make people stupid. afraid of the fact that the, our Mother Earth is going to, you know, die because we're not taking care of her, then you unite everyone behind a cause and you start passing laws that are that take away sovereignty of the country, like the the. The Law of the Sea Act, where they want to, the United Nations wants to control the open seas because they say there's too many ships in the sea and they're causing pollution, but they really just want to tax, <laughs> you know, from the rich countries and give it to the poor countries. All these other things, cap and trade, it's nah, all part of it. They don't want to take the money from fall- the rich and give it and to the poor countries. Yes, they do. If they want to tax, it's not going to go to no poor country, trust me. Trust me. They do tax, they go to the poor countries, but here, but you've got it sort of right, Angel. They go to the poor countries. But those, sort of right. But the problem is those poor countries are typically run by dictators. Just like when God Let made you, it was sort of right. Let me finish. <laughs> and then he made me. Hey, <laughs> I can't finish a sentence. You say your word, I, I say mine. I'm just commenting on what you're saying. Let me, but you let me finish a, a, a freaking sentence, bro, so that the listeners can listen, you know, a fluent show, a cohesive show, you know, and I promise you can talk. I promise. Yeah, I control right. the microphone because if you don't want, I don't want you to talk, I could turn off your mic and I never do that. But the point is, you were sort of right in that they, they do want to give the money to the poor countries. But unfortunately, that country that money doesn't filter down to the poor people. The people those countries are typically run by dictators and despots that want to keep it to themselves. Put in there by the CIA and other organizations like that that are uh, controlled by the elite. All right, whatever. Boom. How do you do it, Jackie? <laughs> do it again, Jackie. Wait, one more time. Did you adjust while she just did that? I did not. Oh, Jose. I did it. Oh, God, guys. I just said I hate the adjusting. I did not adjust. You're lying. You're doing it nonstop. It's like adjusting. I'm like getting like. I did not adjust. Everybody on the air adjust while we do it too. Ready? One, two, three. Nice. <laughs> like I'm getting like slapped in the face with all this adjusting. Oh my gosh. Oh god. I just can't do it. So anywho, good for you, Mark Wahlberg. Proud of you. Now go get your college now, degree. Okay. Wasn't that movie Lord just says that that movie was not what's his name? It was actually Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right, Angel? Is that what right? was Matt Damon? The movie you're watching. Was it Matt Damon? No, it was it was Matt, Mark Wahlberg. Are you sure? Oh okay. it was Matt Damon. Okay, that's what she said. Was it Matt Damon? Who's that? I know Matt Damon that, was uh, the lead. I didn't know if Mark Wahlberg was in it, but I know Matt Damon is the lead <laughs> they guy. Look the same, eh? No, he's El Güero, and Mark Wahlberg has. I do hair. that all the time, Angel. They're I, both I make, actors, right? I make the mistake, yeah. and they're all both the time. exactly the same. They both they they no, look they're exactly, not. They look so much alike. It was, oh, it was Mark Wahlberg. They Jesus, could have their own twin just, talk show. Okay, no. Lourdes, Lourdes, if you're listening, would you please call in and tell me who it was? Because she always it's gets this Matt right. Matt Damon. She just, Matt Damon's the lead. She just I just in, wondered if Mark Wahlberg was part of the movie. He, but Matt Damon's the lead guy. He, He's blonde, blue eyes. Well, he, Mark Wahlberg has brown hair. No, brown he does. Eyes. No, he shaved, blue eyes. In the movie, what? he shaved his head, and he looked like Calle 13. 
<laughs> you know that oh, Calle 13 yeah. guy? I he like looked like guy. that, eh? Really? And L.A. was totally awesome. You're going to love it. I bet you, they, I swear to you, they, they must have filmed this movie in Tijuana. Okay. They must have. Yes, it was L.A. was like Tijuana. <laughs> I loved it. What a great movie. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, guys. Just when you were ready. Jul- Julia put- Contreras. Hey, hold on. Julia Contreras says, sorry, uh-huh. that both Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg War- 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 are gorgeous. Gorgeous. Well, of course they are. <laughs> she also uh, she also says that uh, oh, Lourdes says that it's a melting pot. The U.S. is and don't be a hater. And Julie Contreras says I no, it's not hater. a melting pot because uh, a melting pot we all assimilate. Hey, why you keep talking about pot? Eh, <laughs> my mouth is watering. Who said assimilate? Who said that? Uh, Julia Contreras. Oh, I love that, Julia. That's a very good point. Uh, Sorry for interrupting. That's you a very good point, Julia. Uh, interesting way to look at a melting pot. Because a lot of times people utilize the whole melting pot thing as, hey, you know what? It's a melting pot, so we should be able to have our, let's go to North Hollywood and no one speaks English. Or let's go to, uh, you know, uh, Alhambra and everyone speaks Chinese. No, she's right. She if says, it, if it's a melting pot, by, the, by, uh, by melting, that means you're assimilating the composites of different, uh, of, of different ingredients and becoming one. And you speak English in this country. I love that, Julia. She, says, she that. says this country is more like a salad. The ingredients retain their flavor, but when put together, make the salad better. Very good. Ahí te va, Jose. I, I agree with you. Yeah, because, you know, if we, if we had a melting pot where... Everything was like, like you said, uh, all the same language, and we wouldn't have tacos. Whatever, dude. It would be called that something would be else. Sad. It would be called something else, I right? Love tacos. We would be like, I don't know, what would they call a taco? Tacos de birria. Tacos they would call de it a fresh. <laughs> tacos de pollo. Do you have munchies? No, I just love tacos. Mm. <laughs> okay, guys, moving on to the next story. So, I know you guys just put your grill away from Labor Day weekend. You already have all the school supplies for back to school. <laughs> and you're just getting ready for those Halloween decorations. Well, the retail world is saying, nope, you need to start getting ready for Christmas. Early? They already have visions of profit dancing in their little... Heads. Kmart has already aired its first holiday ad last week, starring a gingerbread man around the stores, uh, touting around the store's layaway program. Walmart and Toys R Us have already publicized their list of their hot holiday toys. Why so early? Well, it's one of their biggest uh, parts of their year where they make the biggest uh, profit. They make about 20% of (laughs) annual. We talk about adjusting. And she she can't think of another so, word but parts. Biggest biggest <laughs> buying <laughs> holiday season of their year. It's a, it's it makes up for about twenty percent of their season. annual retail activity. Uh, and last year was not so great. So since then, they have been trying. You know, they've had some consumer confidence. We've had a little bit uh, better economy, higher payroll, um, and. <laughs> So they made so they made a little adjustment on their marketing. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so they have in the previous years they've had where uh, you know before we used to be Black Friday for for shopping right, and they would right. open their stores like at four or six a.m. and last year it was like. Uh, what was it? What was the Thursday called? Great Thursday or something I don't like that. Know. And Great. they opened at midnight. Some hell. stores, some stores even opened at eight o'clock Thanksgiving Day. Uh, it's ridiculous. I is, can't wait to see the YouTube videos of people getting mazed. <laughs> oh, 
or tased. Don't tase me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so they're thinking nightmare before Christmas. Is they are thinking. expecting an increase with their retail shopping this year, uh, varying from last year and, of course, the year before from recession. So they are putting their ads out there so you can get ready with your Christmas shopping list in September. Uh, look what Santa brought me. A pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them have come up with a free Christmas layaway program. So Kmart has started promoting that, which is available on in stores and online with no minimum purchase requirement, no fee, none of that stuff. Also, Walmart has started something like that. So they are trying to get you in the door now. I went about three weeks ago into, uh, into Costco. For those of you who don't know, in other parts of the country and the world, Costco is one of those big box stores, membership stores, and they had <laughs> all... The, this was three weeks ago. I think I went in there to get something because I was going to the three beach. Three weeks ago, so right now it's September, so it might have been August. It was August. I think I was when I was getting ready to go to the beach. I was getting something for the beach, yeah. and they had all the Christmas stuff out. It was jarring. It was yeah. jarring, to say the least. And, I, and it makes me angry because you're, you don't, like you said, you don't have even time to put your grill away. It's still greasy, like you said. Yeah. And and, and they, they put it out. It's ridiculous. They're it's, already bombarding it's you. It's ridiculous. And there were some comments online saying, like, what happened to Halloween and Thanksgiving? Yeah. And yeah. What, what happened to those? And, and Christmas they're, in itself has been... They're not marketable, been, I guess. No, not as much as Christmas. And even Christmas itself has sort of been overrun by the shopping and the deals that you get. So The problem with Christmas nowadays in America is the fact that you can't say Merry Christmas anymore. Everyone, the ACLU and a bunch of atheists and everybody say, you can't say it because it offends me. I'm not a Christian. I don't believe in Christmas. You know, so that's why you have to say Happy Holidays. May the calendars keep ringing. Happy holidays. Anyway, it's Christmas. That's why it got started. I still say Christmas. Merry Christmas. Anyway, I just give him my address here. You could drop my gift off right here. (laughs) All right, moving on to the next story. You know, we're talking about Christmas shopping, getting your list together. Well, we have an idea on a possible toy you can get your kid. Children can now, this is all from Lego, and they can build their own drug den with a new play kit inspired by the TV show Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> a meth yes, lab? A meth oh lab. God. It's being branded as a super lab, and it's a 500-part set that has all the drug paraphernalia. Nalia. Nalia. Use <laughs> in the... That sounds like a body part. American... Do you need to adjust that one, too? Oh, God. No more adjusting. Uh, this was all based on the uh, American series Breaking Bad, which has been a hit, and it's on its last You're season. kidding me. They're really doing a lab, a meth lab. Yes. Uh, oh, my it God. It has protective masks, uh, figurines, and a version of the car from the show. Um, drug... I can't even say whatever. Which car? That, that one that one electric car that he ran over that guy with? Those two guys? It, the, the, um, what is that thing called? I've RV? Never, the RV? I've, oh, my gosh. The, so so in the show, the main character makes a, starts cooking in an RV. So it's this old beat-up RV, and he starts cooking in there. And cooking meth or cooking food? Cooking meth. I've never watched the show. It's a really good show. I, I just it, caught I up with it. it. Like I just caught up with it and, this nor, summer. Nor do I know the vernacular. You know the whole drug. Culture. I only saw it once because my my boys happened to be at my house this day and they were watching it on Netflix. 
It's, uh, but I'll tell you what. It's compelling, but uh, it's, it's a but sorry, I haven't watched it since. It's a sorry, sorry state that we live in when they're making these kind of gifts. But I, I must say, it must be more of a novelty gift than anything. Well, outrage, Lego, outrage came out about this uh, little. I'm outraged Lego myself. Set. Uh, they said that this is definitely not appropriate for children, even though the it's like it looks like a little kid's toy. It doesn't uh, look like something that well, whatever. I guess anyone can have it. Um, and it, it was criticized by <laughs> lots of online commentators. Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta read a comment from Julia Contreras, who just posted a photograph on our Facebook wall. You must look at it. It says the meth lab is for boys. And this is for girls, and it shows a color- oh my god, a colorful box uh, with a little girl doll on a pole, pole, pole dancing. dancing. It's a pole dancing doll. Nice. Thank you, Julia, for chiming in. That's freaking hilarious. Uh, check it out, listeners. Go to our Twin Talk Show um, Facebook page and uh, check it out. Like it, like it. I don't. She's got a dress on, eh? And then just let me just That's note. That's too much clothes, eh? That's kinky. Let me just dude. note that this set is totally Does like. Does it blow up, Julia? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> this set is totally looks like a Lego set. The toys in itself, you know how you build them? It looks exactly like one. However, it is not sponsored, authorized, or endorsed by the Lego group. Oh. It's a separate group um, called Citizen Brick, but it looks exactly like a Lego toy. So oh. that's why they're upset because it it, it could it be misconstrued like as part of the Lego company or trademark. You um, know what Lego did recently in Star Wars Enterprises did or whatever Lucas, they mixed the whole Angry Bird franchise with the Star Wars franchise. What's Angry Bird? It's a video game, and so all these Angry Bird Star Wars figures are coming out. So um, you got like Chewbacca with a weird face and and uh, Darth Vader with a weird with a beak. And I don't like but. it. I don't like it. You don't like the assimilation, Jose? The melting pot? I don't like the assimilation. That's pretty good. <laughs> hey, you know what? Did you know that the director of Star Trek, that new Star Trek, okay. is going to be directing that movie? Uh, what's his name? Um, I don't know his Chris, name. Chris, uh, I, I know his name. If you look at that Star Trek movie, the last one, when uh-huh. the airplanes, when the, the Enterprise is crashing and shit yeah, and everything's falling. Have you seen it? And everything's falling. No. Looks good. But, the, but you can see uh, R2-D2 falling. No, you can't. Honestly, my friend, he's a big Star Wars fan. He went to go see that movie. He's pissed off. Uh, why? Because why? Star Trek, and you don't, you don't assimilate. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't commingle. You can adjust if you want, but don't assimilate. But I agree because because Star Wars was, you know, it took place in a galaxy far, far away a long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away, and the Enterprise and 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 Star Enterprise Trek was going to takes uh, place in the future. Was going uh, fr- frontiers to new uh, to, to to seek out new new whatever. I forgot the slogan. You know, talking about adjusting all night long, <laughs> I uh, I happened to see this new underwear line that I had no idea. Oh wait a minute, hold at on. A department store hold on. for men. Oh, and it's called. Boppy underwear. Oh, I seen that one. I have some. Are you serious? I have Boppy underwear. Joking. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. He does. I had never seen it before. It's because his kids call him. The Boppy. story is that I went to years ago when Mervin's was still. Do open. they adjust for you? I used to go to my. I used to go shopping with my for daughters' clothes there when they were younger. Uh-huh. Uh, when they allowed me to buy them clothes at Mervin's, and and they had them there, and my my daughter was like, look. 
look, Poppy, they say, Poppy, you got to buy them. You got to buy them because they say Poppy on their band, on the, on the, on the waistband. <laughs> well, they have like all these crazy colors. It's like bright neon pink. Camo, I don't have the pink ones. <laughs> neon yellow, neon no, green. Mine are like, hey, and they, the waistband says Poppy. Yeah, they do. They should get gray some, and burgundy and navy. If it, I would buy these if they say schwa. <laughs> <laughs> And they're easily adjusted, adjustable, too. I bet they are. And they're easy to access. They got yeah. a button on the fly. Oh, really? Yeah, very easy. <clears throat> very interesting. Yeah, so it makes it know. fun and challenging for the well, girl. Well, mine have more than one, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that I have for you guys tonight. Oh, my God. And ladies and gentlemen, another evening with uh, Jackie Casas and the News and Dirty Laundry. Thank you, Jackie, very much. Thank you. Right on. Okay, so I love it when you adjust. We're gonna come back, and when we come back, we're gonna have Angels Chill Lounge. And don't don't forget, we're also gonna be talking to Mario Solis, uh, sports sports commentator extraordinaire. He's gonna be talking to us about Marino. I keep saying Marino, Canelo and Mayweather fight. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, like the ID says. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And, and I brought my ID, too. Eh? And we broadcast every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage. 
on TwinTalkCast.com. And also on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live365.com. Look for Twin TwinTalkCast Radio. We want to let you all know that you can listen to us uh, via podcast as well. If you want to go ahead and listen to us later on, you can subscribe or just go to our webpage. <laughs> and uh, what's so funny, dude? Uh, uh, go to our our Facebook Twin Talk Show. Uh, one of our listeners just posted the uh, underwear that Jose wears, oh, poppy God. underwears. <laughs> oh my God! Who's posted that? That's not on our wall. That's it's but, just, it's, it must, yeah. Uh, it must be on your wall. Julia just put it on our Facebook <laughs> wall. Said, they say poppy on there, man. Those are, <laughs> I do see them. Go to our wall. Those are not the ones I wear. I wear the boxer brief, not the jockstrap uh, ones. Well, I think it's wishful thinking <laughs> from Julia. Anyway, so um, we we want we appreciate your comments and photographs on this <laughs> one like as well. It. It's a jock strap, <laughs> some guy's jock with a puppy underwear. <laughs> but um, uh, this weekend, uh, Angel, you had the fight at your house this weekend. Who fought? I did. You know, I I was I ordered it on pay per view. I have never done that. I usually am at the fights because working, but uh, I, I wanted to have a bunch of guests over, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was Mayweather uh, um, uh, versus uh, Saul Canelo Alvarez. Both of them undefeated. Uh, of course, um, Canelo, I mean, uh, uh, um, Mayweather has been the champ for many, many years. And he's a lot older than Canelo. And uh, so it was uh, pretty exciting because Canelo came out of Mexico. But uh, I think you got Mario Solis yeah, on the phone I'm, to talk I'm about it, right? Exactly. Uh, sportscaster extraordinaire. Uh, does uh, uh, covers all the fights and uh, also does some sports uh, reporting in Southern California. Good friend of mine, awesome dude, one of the coolest dudes, and a gadget guy. He knows gadgets, electronic gadgets, real well, and a little bit of real estate, a little bit of this. That guy knows everything. But anyway, sports <laughs> cars too. He knows cars. He knows, too. knows cars, man. Yeah. Anyway, and a good and friend he of knows mine. the twins, eh? <laughs> On with us right now is Mr. Mario Solis. What's up, Mario? Oh, oh, hold on a second. Say that. Hey, hold, on. Uh, hold on a second. My brother had it, the phone set up a little wrong. He's, okay, come back He's again. making adjustments on the phone right now. Mario, and, say hello. Can you say yeah. hello again? Sorry about that. I had you on another speaker. So say that again, Mario. <laughs> no, I said, uh, yeah, good talking to you on my uh, souped up uh, Apple uh, 5S. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, hey, hey, souped up. Uh, you know, I believe it because, you know, Mario Solis is up on all the gadgets. Now, Mario, uh, before we get to the fight, which obviously you yeah. know all about, you you covered all that stuff, I want to talk about, because for years I covered boxing for many years, and as you know, a lot of the fun stuff about boxing is all the hype that goes on before the fight, all the coverage Absolutely. of the fight, including the weigh-in. Now, when I used to cover it, the weigh-in used to happen in a little in a little in ballroom, a in a little ballroom. <laughs> Sometimes they even did it in some of the old uh, uh, gyms, like Johnny Taco's gym in, in Vegas. <laughs> this year, it was at the MGM Grand. Tell us about that. Well, that was uh, I think that was that was uh, one of the highlights. Obviously, uh, a packed house, uh, almost a packed house, uh, just for the weigh-in. Uh, a lot of the people, obviously, in Vegas uh, who who went to the weigh-in didn't have uh, access to the fight, didn't necessarily have tickets. So, you know, it's, it's, it's your way of uh, kind of like going to the, to the Academy Awards and, and you just get a chance to see maybe the red carpet, but you don't really get to go inside, you know, the main venue. So it, it, was, it, it was quite a show. Um, not the first time that we've seen uh, big, big crowds like that for weigh-in. Say, for example, 
De La Hoya versus Mayweather. That was also something uh, pretty extraordinary where, you know, people show up and uh, they make uh, kind of a, uh, an, an evening out of it or an event out of it. So uh, those weigh-ins can, can be, um, you know, quite entertaining. And, of course, they're free. And the neat thing about weigh-ins, for people that do do that only catch the fights on you know on pay per view or whatever it is, and when you go to those weigh ins, it's really a spectacle. They actually the fighters really put on a show. They don't just stand on the scale, right? Describe to the listener what it's like when they're out there because they talk trash to one another. Sometimes there's a scuffle. They show up with their you know their posse's. I mean, what have you witnessed in your years of covering this? Well, you know, obviously it's uh, as you said, number one of the show. Number two, it's 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 a lot of uh, lot of uh, body language. It's it's, uh, it's a psychological uh, encounter uh, right before the fight. Twenty four hours before the fight, you get to stand face to face, eye to eye with your opponent, and you try to stare them down. Uh, a lot of boxers believe that the stare down has a lot to do with it. You know, you look at someone in the eye, and you can tell how hungry they are. You can tell how. Uh, dry they are, how much energy they have in them. So you try to win the first, uh, uh, the first chapter of that fight before you actually step in the ring. And, um, yeah, so, uh, a, a lot of it that goes into it. You know, it's, it's, it's theatrics, it's, uh, uh, psychological, you know, warfare in there. Um, and then, you know, a little pushing and shoving. Um, the teams are, you know, kind of pushing their chest out to see, you know, who, 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 who's got the most uh, juice on that stage. And <laughs> right. um, I think it's a, kind of a, a determining factor sometimes as to what, what you can expect the, uh, the following day. Hey, Mario, really, the reason they're staring each other in the eye is because they're doing their adjusting, eh? <laughs> 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 and, and, you know, one, one other interesting uh, thing about the, the, the weigh-ins is that you would think that for major fights, uh, you would prepare appropriately, and if you're going to, you know, if you're getting paid that kind of money, you should always come in a few, <laughs> a few ounces below the weight. But more often than not, you see these guys walking in there. They're chewing gum. They're sitting on the ground. Uh, they're trying to lose weight. The last minute, they just got out of the sauna. Um, a lot of these guys really have to push hard. They they, they have to fight to the very end just to make that weight. And then after the weigh-in, they just blow up. Look what happened to Canelo Alvarez. Um, he uh-huh. was 15 pounds heavier, heavier than, than, than Floyd. And sometimes that extra weight can obviously be a huge determining factor in your favor. Other times, it's just a sign that you don't belong in that weight category. It's just a sign that maybe you, you, you didn't prepare properly. You lost the weight too quickly, so you have to. Uh, you, you, your body automatically wants to regain that weight. Um, I don't know if you remember the Arturo Gatti fight versus uh, Joey Gamash. He was about 15, 16 pounds heavier. He almost killed the guy. He sent him to the hospital. It was, <laughs> wow. it was incredible because you're talking about a guy that's almost two weight classes uh, uh, above wow. the other fighter. Wow. In other instances, there was a, a fight. I remember talking to uh, Chico Corrales, uh, the, 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 the former, uh, the late Chico Corrales. He was, right. he was about to, to engage in a major uh, probably the biggest fight of, of his life, and he was just, he had lost so much weight um, the night before he ate like a madman. He ate pasta, he ate chicken, he ate this and that. And It was a carbo load. The, the day of the fight, he was not there. There was no energy. <laughs> the, 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 he, he was lifeless, and he lost that fight. It, it was pretty much a, uh, uh, it, it, it was, he pretty much lost every round. So, again, it can, it, it can work in your favor, 
and it can go against you. And I think in, 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 in this instance, it did not help Canelo because he was slow, as we all saw. Right. Uh, so what what was a factor on this fight? Because, you know, I've seen Canelo fight. This is Angel, by the way, in case you don't recognize my voice. You know, right, right. I, I think I've been there with you uh, seeing uh, one of his fights. And I expected a lot more from Canelo. But on the same token, I don't think Canelo got his butt kicked. Uh, what was the factor on, on this? Well, um, I... I continue telling people that uh, that I told or that we talked about the fight uh, days or weeks before, and I, I keep repeating, uh, I don't want to say I told you so, but I told you so. It, it was, to me, uh, the fight happened exactly the way it should have happened, um, based on logic and based on history. If you look at, at Floyd Mayweather, he is the king of defense. What did uh -huh. he do? He fought defensively. I was actually surprised that he, he was actually as close as he was to Canelo the entire the entire fight. Wow. A lot of people thought he was going to run, a lot, a lot of backpedaling. He didn't have to do that. Why? Canelo just didn't have any speed. Uh -huh. You can't hit something you can't catch. You can't hit something you can't find. So Mayweather was just such... He, he, was, he was Floyd Mayweather. He was money that night. He was so quick, so agile, uh, and so incredibly talented that... There's nothing Canelo could do that night. He's a bigger guy. He had to use a lot more uh, aggression, and he didn't. The whole idea was the only way Canelo could, could actually beat uh, Floyd was by applying pressure, pressure, pressure. Uh -huh. What did he do in round one? Nothing. Uh -huh. Kind of examined him. He saw what was out there, the, 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 the typical study round, correct? Right. Round two, more of the same. We all thought, hey, he's going to fight uh, uh, Roberto Duran uh, versus... Uh, uh, um, Sugar Ray, um, Sugar Ray Robin, uh, uh, yeah, Sugar Ray Leonard. The same way, you push, you shove, uh, you use that extra fifteen pounds to, to wear down your opponent. You lean on him, you know, you, you do, you you grab, you pull, you push, anything like that. He didn't do that. Uh, I, I was, I, I, that's the thing that surprised me the most that there was not uh, enough fury on, on the part of Canelo. There wasn't any sense of urgency. And then by the fifth or sixth round, you hear the corner saying, all right, Canelo, it's time to fight. Time to fight. You just lost six rounds. Yeah. Well, you, uh, and how can you, who do, how, who do you attribute that to? I mean, Canelo is a good fighter, but he's very young. I mean, uh, would you think that maybe it was, it was a lack of maturity in the sport? Would you think it was perhaps his corner? Because he he comes. It, from... it may have been a, it may have been a little premature for him. Um, maybe a couple more fights to get ready. Um, but he, I, I think that even if he would have had to, those, those two preparation fights, you, you know, uh, styles make fights. You have a guy who's bigger, slower against the king of defense, um, and and you you can put him in the ring three more times, and, and I can almost assure you that three out of four times or four out of four times you'll see the exact same result. Mm. Um, the one thing that blew me away at the end of the fight, because I kept scoring every round, pretty much every round for um, for Mayweather, is that uh, one of the judges actually saw it even. That, to me, was the highlight of the night and, and the most surprising, most amazing thing of that night, that one person could actually see that as a draw. That fight, indeed, was a bit of a disappointment for myself because I was going for Camillo, and I really thought he was going to fight more. Like you said, he should have been. He should have warmed out. I think my highlight of the whole evening was the fight prior to that when the mouthpiece came out of it. 
Did you see the replay on that? They got a really good one, and it bounced <laughs> off of the rope in slow motion. It was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, I actually like that angle. Um, they, they, they did this, this special effect where they actually isolated the mouthpiece and actually followed it all the way through. That was pretty. That was pretty amazing. I bet you get that on um, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but you know, CJ Ross scoring that uh, a, a draw just. Uh, created a, a, an incredible backlash on not only her, but, you know, uh, the, the, the boxing world. In, in her defense, the only thing I can say is that she didn't really see it as a draw as, as, as much as, you know, you, you don't score a fight at the end of 12 rounds. You don't go back and score 1 to 3 through 12. Right. It's, it's you know, you, you score a round as, as, you go, as you go along. So if you kind of... You, you know, some of these close rounds, you, you think that maybe this guy is winning one, losing one. You know, that makes a, a lot more sense. It's not like you add your scores at the end of the fight or, or, or you don't turn in your, 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 your scorecard uh, or numbers as uh, at the end of the fight. But it, it's as you go along. So that makes a little bit more sense. But, but still, the fact that she saw uh, Canelo winning six rounds is, is, is pretty incredible. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? I think, uh, um, I think there's, there's two sides of the coin here. Indeed, Canelo uh, should have been a little more aggressive, uh, uh, but on the same token, uh, the champ did not kick that guy's butt. And uh, the the way I see it, you know, I, I mean, a boxer's got to box, not run. So I'm, I guess I'm a little sour because my fighter didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. As I said at the beginning of this conversation, I didn't really see uh, Floyd running, per se. Uh, I just saw him fighting the way money has always fought. Right. Um, uh, boxing is hitting and not getting hit. It's, it's, it's an art form. Um, it's not about who's the most courageous. It's, it's not like, about it's the one like who, dating, right? who can take the, more, the, the most punches. We're, we're not talking gladiators here. If you want some of that, maybe you watch some MMA. You know, boxing is, 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 is an art form, and, and that's what makes this. A lot of people don't want to go to a baseball game and see a one to nothing score with one guy throwing a, you know, a no-hitter. Or you know, throwing a shutout. That's awesome. Um, so you, you like to see knockdowns. You probably don't want to go to a Mayweather fight because chances of him knocking someone out, especially at this caliber, are unlikely. So if you want to see a perfect performance with a beatdown without necessarily uh, uh, making someone's face almost unrecognizable at the end, that's a Mayweather fight. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the fight you're looking forward to next? Well, I'm looking forward to a, 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 a big fight for almost personal reasons. I'm looking forward to the next um, Manny Pacquiao fight. Oh. Um, you know, he's fighting against Rios, and a lot of people say, well, maybe uh, the next fight for Mayweather is, um, is, is Pacquiao. That, you know that's not going to happen. Right. Um, he's fighting against Rios, and that fight's going to be in China, uh, which is obviously in the, in, in the Far East, and it'll be closer to the Philippines and, and whatnot. But the reason why I like to fight because I get to go to that fight. It's an HBO nice. fight, awesome. and I get to I, I get I get to go to uh, Macau, China. Nice. So, um, looking forward to that. Hey man, you got to give us a phoner from there. Let's stay in touch because I'd yeah, love absolutely. to do a phone uh, phone interview while, uh, from location. That'll be awesome. We really appreciate that. Yeah, just remember, I'm going to be 16 hours ahead of you guys. So uh, do your math ahead of time so that you call me at the right time. All right, we'll make sure we'll do it. We'll, We'll call you before the hangover, man. <laughs> there you go. So Brandon Rios against uh, Manny Pacquiao. That's uh, taking place on uh, November the 23rd in China. 
at the Kotai uh, Arena at the Venetian Resort in Macau, China. And watch Mario Solis as he's going to be over there calling it for HBO. Right on, brother. Yeah, oh, brother. Please right. watch. Hey, Mario, thanks again for doing this with us. It's always great to talk to you, man. Anytime. All right. We'll be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Kick back and listen. Does it really have to roll downhill? You know, the old adage, shit rolls downhill. Yeah, it could sound disgusting. Uh, or you may say that, oh, it's just an adage. Well, let's... 
talk about this adage and see what roles we play in this adage. One, you are victim. Having perceived yourself in a low place in your life, you are victimized by rolling shit. Two, you are perpetrator. Having been victimized by rolling shit, you project it upon others. And three, you are shit. Having been uh, lived these two previous uh, states of rolling downhill, you become the adage. So you become that which rolls downhill. So ask yourself, does it really have to roll downhill? Chill. One love. That's another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. Shoo! You always got to be swearing, dude. I always swearing and swearing, dude. Anyways, thank you for listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. By the way, Angel, I'm sorry. For, I almost forgot to put your mic up on that one. Uh, you almost forgot to put my mic we, up. We, we, we missed a beat there. That's okay. But I was, cool. The I'll, message was still there. That's a good message. I'm telling you. That's a good message, man. Ask yourself, does it really have to roll down here? Uh, now I tell you the reason why is because I was looking at our Facebook wall and watching the posts by Maria Guerra and everybody, and they they put posts of these poppy underwear that I wear, and and uh, but it's not his bulge; <laughs> it's too big to be his bulge. Oh my god, Angel, dude, really? If that was me posing, you would see my hand adjusting it. For the, those of you, <laughs> for those of you, two thousand uh, plus or thousand thousands of of uh, Facebook. <laughs> Friends, there's got to be at least one or two there that may be able to defend me there. And if you do post it on the wall, because <laughs> uh, uh, it's, yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We appreciate you listening to us. We broadcast every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And also on Live365.com. Just search for Twin Talk Cast Radio. Go to Twin Talkcast and uh, check out the podcast. We will be putting this show on uh, for podcasts to stream at your desire. And uh, make sure to friend us on Facebook, uh, follow us on Twitter and on Instagram, all Twin Talk Show handles. Thanks for listening to us. Tune in next week. We got some good stuff. I got some people talking about some small towns up in the uh, northern uh, California area coming on with us. Um, good hey, stuff. Hey, what if we brought in a tribute band, eh? We're also going to have uh, Is that cool? Mark Wahlberg, too. Of course. All right. We'll bring a tribute band. In. We'll bring a tribute band. We're going to have a Mark Wahlberg here. Yeah. We'll, we'll work on his uh, Mark Wahlberg's uh, back to school project. Julia chimed in on Facebook. Or it was Matt Damon. Julia, Which one was it? Julia chimed in says, Me hicieron reír. Gracias. We love you, Julia. We love you, too, baby. Thanks for listening. Good night, y'all. Shoo!